This presentation is brought to you by Tamri, a nonprofit organization that strengthens the connection between ambitious young Egyptian Americans and their heritage by providing a career and culture based summer program. For more information, visit tamri.org. That's T A M E R Y.org. And by iFixScreens.com, your number one smart device and PC repair source. At iFixScreens, our friendly expert staff will be glad to walk you through all your technology problems, finding you fast, economical solutions. For more information, go to iFixScreens.com or call us at 855-462-4349. And finally by... The EEC, a European Egyptian community that aims to build up a strong representation of the interest and aspiration of the Egyptian community in Europe. For more information, please visit our Facebook page. Assalamu alaikum. I'm Islam. With a studio from New York. This is Studio Bged. Studio Bged brings you a discussion of topics and opinions voiced by Arab American. A unique listening experience where questions of lifestyle are answered through Arab American point of views. Or, in other words, the single struggle. So let's hear what our guests have to say. Chapter 1 Defining Marriage. I think that marriage is uh, when you find someone that completes you. Um, I think that's like the best way to explain it. Someone uh, that completes you in the sense where if you have flaws, they're able to kind of uh, complement that. And if they have flaws, you're able to complement that. So I guess that's interesting. You know. I mean, for me, it's like a union between two people, obviously. And um, it's more of like uh, a, w- a wife to me anyway is somebody who... Uh, makes the other person grow, you know, somebody that's going to change your views on certain things or add to your views as far as culture, as far as art, as far as music, uh, as far as um, what you eat daily and stuff like that. Uh, not necessarily anything to do with uh, with money or anything like that. It's really just somebody who can, who can help you grow. I think for me, it's finding a partner in life, kind of picking someone that wants to go on this journey together, I always imagine almost like climbing a mountain and picking someone that is willing to climb that mountain with you and enjoy the view with you, but um, not necessarily adding anything to who you are or changing anything, um, just kind of a partner. Honestly, you know, not to sound too cheesy or corny, but it's that other half that'll complete you. You know, that compliment, the yin to the yang, you know what I mean? Two people coming together, share the same values, have similar expectations from life, and are able to come to the same points that they agree on, on different aspects of life, basically. I think in marriage for me, I've always, I don't think I have like a solid definition for it because it's always been very fluid in the way that I think about it. I think growing up, I thought it was like, okay, this like, you know, man, woman, come together, make a family. You know, they have all these goals in life, so they get married so they can accomplish their goals and they um, and they do it for the desire of mutual love and mutual respect. But um, but now I think I'm very open to the definition. So I don't, I'm defining it as we speak. Call it definitions, you can overrate it. But this is the person that you're gonna wake up to every single day day Mm -hmm. and who you surround yourself with is essentially who you'll become right this is like the webster's definition of what it should be versus what it is that's like totally different i think there's also sometimes i think a lot of people are like well you know this is the next logical step you know i think people Mm -hmm. from being young there's like conditioned to say to checking boxes right i'm gonna go to school check i'm gonna get a job check i don't think there's anything wrong with that though 
Right. Well, I think it, it also makes you investigate why you're doing oh. it, right? If it's just the next logical step, that's fine. But does that is that a purposeful choice or is it something that you're kind of stumbling into the next phase of your life and it's something that you feel you need? Or is it something that's driven by an actual desire in your life, in your heart, in your mind for this thing called marriage? Chapter 2. The Expiration Date When do you think a male or a female is ready to settle down? Well, I mean, I'm past my mid-20s. I, I'm going to say I would never have gotten married any earlier than I am right now. Well, you can go up to 40. Yeah. yeah. But have something to show for it. You can't just be a bum f- mm. till 40 and mm. do nothing and then just... Oh, decide to get married. And yeah. You need to so show up. You can do you because you can still become a productive, progressive member of society and being single being single and but great. being sleeping around I mean however <laughs> you choose to behave however you choose to behave you ever watch 40 year old version first of all laid out a lot of people think that getting married younger is the better thing right religiously whatever all the, there's uh, billions of reasons right but realistically you have no personality when you're younger you haven't developed your personality Correct. fully. That's true. So you're really, you're being shaped. Like the person that you end up marrying is going to shape your personality for you. You're you're easily moldable, you know? And I feel like that for some people, help, I mean, it just, it works for them. And for other people, it doesn't because they start finding parts of their personality that they want to explore further. Um, when you get married older, at an older age, you're more defined you know what you're looking for you know what you want in life and it actually makes it harder for you to get married because of that I, honestly i don't think there's something called the right time there's because i've, I've seen a lot of examples of people who got married at their early yeah and maybe early 20s late 20s you know early 30s everybody has their own like life everybody has their own like thing that's going on so i don't think there's a real right time i don't think there's a, i don't like saying the word there's a right time to get married to, mm-hmm. to get married because i think it puts like we said pressure on people to meet a deadline right mm-hmm. and i think everybody is individually very different everybody matures at a different rate everybody is on a different path in their lives people are on so. different career choices people are taking mm-hmm. different avenues to find themselves right so i think to say that there's this like specific and set in stone right time to do something i think that's an overwhelming that's, I think that's a little bit too much of a, I don't know, it's, it's a bit too barricading. Like it mm-hmm. makes people feel like they have no option. That's like my real honest answer is, I'm not saying you should wait forever because I think marriage gets harder the longer you wait because mm-hmm. eventually you almost become your own self and you're not as open to inviting you know other people into your world. So I wonder if there's like a right time in quotes obviously, but um, but I don't think that there is one for everybody. So I'm going to be bold right now. Same. I do not agree with getting married young, point blank, period. So I, I was very, like, blasé about, you know, everybody's on their individual path. Great. Also, don't get married young. I'm done with it. I think it's stupid, and I think it's actually not effectual for many reasons, which I will be happy to lay out, but I'm going to be bold right now. There's no age. When you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You can't just change that. The right time isn't like a, it's not an equation. There's no equation to these things. You, the right time is just something you feel. So mm-hmm. when you feel like it's the right time, you, you know. When you know, you know. Chapter three, the pressure. The only pressure I, I think I feel or I get is from my parents. Yeah. You know, my parents just want me to get married. They don't Trying care who I get married to. They don't <laughs> care when, where. They just want me to get yeah. married. So. I mean, that's the only pressure that I have of getting married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's going to let, let it, I'm, I'm not going to let it like You're not uh, letting affect it in. my, yeah, yeah, it's not going to affect my decision or anything like that. I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. So the pressure is all on me because my parents want grand- grandchildren. But um, would I get married anytime soon? Definitely not. My main focus is to build my future. Mm-hmm. So once that happens, if I find somebody, I find somebody. Honestly, through the community and, and, and like friends and all of this, I never really felt it, except for maybe like an exception. Mm-hmm. One of, you know, you always have this friend that's like, okay, when you get married, you know, there's, yeah, yeah. he's always like married and with kids. And he's like, well, it's your turn. You're late. You have to do that. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But from from a family perspective, definitely. 
يعني you know my my parents live in Egypt every time I call my dad basically he's like ها فيش حاجة جديدة ايه الأخبار I'm like Baba you just you know we just talked like yesterday and I don't think anything new happened from yesterday or since then um, so yeah from family definitely definitely but if you social pressure صح؟ yes yes oh, yeah. pressure is it's more the parents yeah, in the community uh, they're really big on the outbelics we we tend to count how many outbelics we get oh yes i, I think that's Hell the worst yeah. i would say yeah i would I say that's the most how many inappropriate things people have said to me like you know i'm sorry i don't my mom doesn't even tell me things like that and yeah. i and i feel like it's such it's so unnecessary that's where i things. get violated the most yeah. i will have to say i think that's if 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 anything i like thank god every day that my parents were so chill about it because mm-hmm. it was like it's horrendous in the community. If we had, we had the instance la- There was one time where a mom um, said, I don't yeah. want to invite... Um, she said three specific names of girls that were not married or engaged. She's like, I don't want to invite them because I don't want them to feel like they're out of place because like we're the only ones that were not married. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like Wait, What? When did I ever make you context? feel uncomfortable or make you feel like I'm uncomfortable? And there's an also another lady in a community in the community who always asks me what's wrong. I could be laughing hysterically, smile on my face and everything, and she'll look at me and she'll be like, me, what's wrong? Oh, <laughs> Absolutely nothing, actually. I'm having a great time. Watch but she thinks because married. I'm not like in yeah. a relationship that I'm depressed and like well, for know. me, every time I traveled, people would be like, "Mesha ta'ali ba aw tersi kada shwaya." Travel fin bezot. Whenever I would travel anywhere, <laughs> like abroad. <laughs> no, no, no. Whenever I would travel abroad, and it actually became <laughs> became an issue with my family, where my dad started feeling like I can't travel or I sh- or I shouldn't travel no more because um because it would hold me back from meeting the right yeah, person. Yeah, like my you're wilding out. Yeah. But not, he, he, my dad's all for, you know, uh, doing things that like really make me happy or whatever. But he'll say, you know, if I said, I want to go to Egypt for a year and really, you know, explore the country and work there, he'll be like, you know, I don't know if this is the right time for you. Or he'll try to basically tell me that maybe, you know, you're, you're. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, he'll do it in a nice approach, but I know ex- that's exactly what he's I trying have, to say. I have a good community, a community story. So when I was a uh, freshman in college, I was 18 and I moved to Jersey to go to school. So I was dorming and um, I hadn't seen people for a while. It was like three or four months. And then I came back and I saw people in like December, January. And I, I don't. I don't think I changed anything in my life. But one of the moms, one of these infamous moms, came up, comes up to me and she goes, "Ida, indeed, gamilti always say Ida." And I was like, "What?" And she was just like, "Let a key down boyfriend." And I was like, "Wish Like alatu. Like I got somehow I became prettier, and that and meant it was because, because I would only get prettier because apparently a man has had you know it's has deigned to give me attention. And I was so taken aback by that because I was like, you have, like, what what, what are you talking about? Like, how does that even make sense? You know what I also noticed? Married couple. Love to just say that as well. I had a girl tell me, (laughs) yalla ba'a, belek ashan tifrahin tikamen zayina. I just want to be like, um, what makes you think I want what you have? That's what I always think. I'm like, you think, like, I think married people really think that they, like, figured it out and that they're good. And they're like, wait until you come on team marriage. It's like, I don't want to be on team marriage. Like, y'all don't look like you're having a great time anyway. Why would I want to join you? But that's not too optimistic. No, it's not. Okay, it's not like we're not, uh, you know, we don't look to get married. I mean, obviously, we want to be married, right? Eventually, some of us. But, like, we're looking at this as if marriage is such a, a big problem or, like, we're against it. We're not against it. Or I'm going to speak for myself and say, I'm not against it. No, but see, it's a single struggle. Okay. <laughs> it is a struggle. It I resent struggle. that. I resent that. Chapter 4. The Setup and Chemistry. My dad tells me to go say hi to a lot of yeah. Uh, people he knew, you know, mm. friends of his, uh, you know. And their daughters. And their daughters. <laughs> 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 and that's cool for him. Yeah, طبعا. It, it, it happened كتير طبعا. يعني كل شوية ماما بعد كتكلم تقول ليها بس بقى خالتك جابت لك مش عارف عروسة إيه. Believe it or not, by the way, يعني المرة الوحيدة اللي اتجوزت فيها اتجوزت عن طريق واحد عن طريق خالتي. So now that we're, you know, talking about it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah
انا مش شايف فيها حاجه مشكله مش شايف فيها حاجه عيب او كده حاجه غلط او ان هي مش حاجه لذيذه او بتاع انا شايف ان هو they just introduce you it's the same thing you just meet someone random يعني you know there are some common traits there are something that you like about each other you start talking you ask her out or she either accepts or not it's the same thing it's just like the initiation is is different so i don't really think that's 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 an issue وبس مشكلتك يعني او مشكلتك انه انه هي او هو جه عن طريق طنط جيجي او عمو حسام او محمد اخو ايمان لا انا مش شايف ان فيها مشكله خالص يعني تو 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 انيشيت ذا بروسس لانه هي اتس ذا سيم ثينج وانس يو جايز ميت اور توك اون ذا فون اور فيسبوك وات ايفر اف يو جايز لايك ايتش اذر او يو هاف ذا اكسبتنس عارف اللي هو اه والله يعني ما زهقتش منه او ما اتخنقش مش غلس مش قليش مش بتاع Um, then you you basically go out you ask her out and you guys go out and you take it from there it's just like any random girl that you ask out i don't see any difference to be honest with you i'm 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 welcoming to it so if if they find somebody for me or something they want me to meet you know i'm yeah. i'm open to it uh i mean i i'm still going to like i wouldn't just meet the lady and then decide you know we're going to get married now nah, i'm going to still want to date i'm still going to want to get to know them first mm-hmm. i need to make sure that we can click and we can click chemistry yeah, we can be together chemistry Parents and Horizon. Oh yeah, of course. My parents are always trying to Support set me up. Where um, they surprise me with Addis, where my mom was just like, "Oh, we're going out with Tant, you know, just come. We're gonna go to a nice restaurant." And uh, we arrived, and apparently they both needed to go to the bathroom, so they went to the bathroom for like a good half hour and oh left me with this like stranger. Mm. Um, oh, it was really bad because uh, he had just came from Egypt. Like I think he was here for like two years, but he had this like resentment towards the country. And if you know me, I'm like I love Egypt, and I'm like. So he started talking about Egypt, and he started like cursing and whatever, and talking about badly about the people. And um, I went off on him, like I literally was yelling, and it turned into really intense. Um, this was after about the soda. It wasn't political, honestly. Like it was just like he he was like, oh, I I would I would never fight for that country. Like I don't care about that country. The people there are so disgusting, and yeah. I hate these people. So I will, Mama, my God, I was like, Mama. انت هتاخد الشيك ولا لا هتدفع ولا احنا ندفع then my mom's face just turned red and i was like يلا يا ماما ومشينا oh really no my mom the minute we got out i told her what happened and she was like that it she's like ما تخليش حد يشتم مصر you're lucky my mom would ever think like that that i'm like like that he's a my fault everything is my fault everything is my fault انت اكيد انت oh yeah like <laughs> no, but there's 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 times where I'm like I'm I'm really really bad because like I'm I'm obviously I don't want this person so I had the same situation where like his mom and my mom and him whatever we were chilling and then they're like let's walk around and then he comes and asks me like you know while we're alone so how many relationships have you been into and I go up to him and I'm like the ones that are serious or the ones that weren't serious and, <laughs> and he's like and I was like all right. My parents have decided to um, not tell me when they're bringing Arsene to oh, me. Shit. They've decided to just not tell me. They've decided to just surprise me anytime uh, you know they're bringing someone to introduce me to. So they'll just be like, oh, I'm in the house today because I have I need help. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I started picking up on it. And um, and then uh, I started now planting like things around the living room or like the house so that I can embarrass my parents because <laughs> like like I put like yeah yeah you know like I'll just put like like I put something we get like when you have a medical office they bring us samples of things so that we had a box of samples of like butt paste so I put like butt paste around the, the, the living room or I'll put like a, you know dirty laundry or just like random things and like maybe don't shower exactly you know <laughs> just you know, hey guys what's up maybe, uh, what's up bro <laughs> hey you're <laughs> So the setup has been a very Are interesting. Are you like poisoning the food? They're like, yes. Oh, one time. I, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> or like, you know, my mom will be like, oh, Yasmina, I did the macaroni bechamel, and they'd look at me and be like, no, I didn't. Actually, my mom just told you that I did, but I did not. Actually, <laughs> you've gone rogue. You're I've literally gone rogue. Did they stop bringing? I've said. She is a oh, rogue absolutely. Agent. My parents hate my ghost right now. <laughs> Same your love, baby. Not ever tell me. Oh, la, la, the love will come after. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's not. No, it's I'm not sorry, called no. hope. First of all, it's called ta'awud. It's called aishra. Aishra, yeah. Okay, you can you can ashiri wahid because you're forced into it, and you're you're not gonna like you know, you're like the divorce is such a stigma, but like that 
But you know what it is also? I think it's perspective. I mean, last week my aunt was telling me that she fell in love with her husband after her second child. And she is madly in love with him. You're going to. You're going to. Naturally, you have no other option. You have to trick your mind to fall in love with someone because that you're married but had she been exposed to other people and you know like really was able to choose who she wants to be with would she fall fall in love with her husband i have no idea but i've seen a lot of people do it and get into like marriages and then later on fall in love and have a successful marriage and it's not only just like the older generation, I see it happening now too. I mean, personally, that I wouldn't do that. But I, it's kind of like to each their own because to each person they have their own philosophy, their own way of living, so. Yeah, I think you just said something perfect, which is like she had a quote unquote successful marriage. And I think that's the point is like, how do you define what you feel to be a successful marriage? I think for certain people, they have certain standards for themselves. For example, for our parents, it was like, well, I want a livelihood, I want children, I want, for women, let's be real. Money. It was, I want some financial stability Money. up in this booze. <laughs> so it's like people want, people wanted certain things in their lifestyles at a certain time, right? I think we're in a very different, I mean, this is the same old, same old. Everybody says the same thing. That older generation, they don't get it. We're young, and we know what we want, and things change. Do you know how your parents got married? I know how my parents got married. I know exactly how my parents got married. Life story back in there. Oh man. Okay. I'll summon minute. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna expose you right now. My dad actually has a really funny story. He was going to America for the very first time for to do his residency. And he didn't know anybody in the airport. He heard somebody speak speak Arabic, and he, <laughs> he literally went up to him and was like, "Hey, I don't know anybody here. Can I crash at your place today?" <laughs> no way. Straight up, no way. That person ended up being my mom's cousin. He lived with my mom what? at the time, and my mom opened the door, and it was love at first sight, right? So my dad like asked for her hand right away. She said no. Um, and but she was like my my grandma, who's obsessed with the again. The the whole like we have to marry doctors we have to marry engineers my my grandma really pressured my mom into marrying him because he was a doctor so she didn't actually it wasn't love at first sight for her maybe for my dad but she had she was very pressured about about it because of the fact that he was a doctor so that's how it started i mean later on they loved each other blah blah blah. chapter five dating and whatnot we're talking about end zone type conversation, right? Marriage. Let's talk about what happens before then. You know, how do we get there? Hopefully, I mean, with the exception of people who are out here getting arranged marriages, which shout out to you, keep doing you. But if that's not <laughs> something you want to do, right? Like, how do we navigate dating and all of the things that come with that? I mean, I dated before. Like, I, I, I have honestly my own opinion. I have absolutely no problem with, you know, if I think I like a girl, and I'll just approach her and be like, let's go out. I've, you know, I've done it before. Yeah, personally, I mean, I, I date for the sake of dating. Yeah. I and mean, I don't date to find somebody specific. You know, if I do meet them, then yeah, All obviously the I'm going to want to pursue it a little bit more. Uh, but we, I mean, we, there's an abundance of women for us. I mean, we literally, we can go out Saturday night. By Monday, I can have a girlfriend. You know, so it's uh, it's I'm not not necessarily saying she's perfect for marriage or anything like that, uh, but it's 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 just how it is. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the reality of yeah, it. Absolutely, so. harder for you to tell if she's in it for real or if she's just kind of right. chilling too. For one, usually dating. Uh, I mean, especially like like now when you're dating, it doesn't really last that long. I mean, you're not mm-hmm. you're not like you know, date can be one date, it can be three dates, four dates, you know. Uh, depending on how it goes. Obviously, if it's not, if she's not the one for you, most of the time it's going to end quickly. Uh, so in that short period of time, it's really hard to tell uh, if somebody is, is meant for marriage. or yeah. And especially if you're meeting them at a club or if you're meeting them at, at somewhere like that, yeah. uh, most of the time right away you're going to eliminate the fact of marriage. Uh, unless, you know, you, you find maybe she could have been a, a good person that was with a bunch of friends, went out for a birthday and you met her. Uh, so th- there's there's a lot of different scenarios that we can throw in sure we call this in arabic what do we call it shot 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 what is it shot 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 the other way around no no i did are you kidding me summer i mean girl you gotta let him know you gotta know you tell him and shot is not only um like physical, like you can ish online. I mean like oh. shot to online that yeah, and you're a lot of Arab lounge, well I mean good. 
This is the new generation. <laughs> yeah, like you'll have a guy like DM you no. and he like DM. Yeah, and slide in the DM like when I showed you Riverside and Berah, you don't even know who like Riverside is. Oh, so it goes down on on the DM. And then you lie and you just say yes. Yeah, I was there. I was wearing a red dress. What about just being like, hey, I'm into you. Do you wanna get coffee for, sometime? For, for a man or for a girl? I think like it freaks out guys. Yeah. Would you do that? For anyone. Dude. Guys like a little bit of like difficulty. I like, don't think that's a generalization. A little think. bit. I'm not saying like block him on like every social network account and like have him come over your house and look for you. No, I'm saying like. <laughs> Dating advice by summer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like, you know. <laughs> Like, no, I agree. Play hard to get. Don't. Uh-uh. An- I'm not like. I'm not gonna say like. Don't answer. I don't want to play games. What I'm noticing though. actually, younger guys like difficulty because if you're not difficult, you're thirsty. Yeah. Older guys don't. They they see see like a girl initiating is actually um, more attractive. They they think that she has a good head on her shoulders, or, or they'll tell you yeah. that like she's she knows what she wants and she's going after it. They can't approach them the same way. Like the whole "Hi, I'm into you" thing that would freak out a guy. The guy oh, would just be like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, that's the number one yeah. way to lose Me? a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine was like, "How do you get rid of this guy that's been calling?" I was like, "Just tell him you're abs- absolutely in love with him, and you can't wait to see him every day for the rest of your life, and he'll run away." We got we start. Yeah. She's like, I'm super into you. And he's like, yeah, okay, hit you up. I Never think it's really all about the chemistry, too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it will work with some people and won't work with others. You really have to read them well. Some guys are also, like, really, really shy. And they need, like, a, a, like, a strong, forward lady to, yeah. like, loosen them yep. up. I had a, a, a chaplain, so, like, someone who is, like, a religious figure say to me that the biggest problem with... Um, um, Arab youth in America today is that we all start out as friends in mm-hmm. a big friend group and in reality the best way to go about it is to start with romantic intentions instead of starting as friends because we get so comfortable with one another mm-hmm. and then you have a bunch of brothers that you hang out with people who are like oh that's like my brother and then you end up with like no options in the end because you've you've you it's not like you've done it intentionally right friend zone in, implies that like you know, the classic way of being like, oh, friend zone him. No, we like actually inadvertently, unconsciously friend zone each other because after a long time of just hanging out with people, you're almost like, well, I can't, I can't go on a date with that person. I can't uh, say uh, something yeah. romantic to that person. I can't kiss that person. You can't do, you just officially, it just kind of goes, and, you know, they just like, you relegate them to this other part of your mind. Actually, funny story. So anytime I try to say, oh, I know someone who'd be perfect for you, right? And I'll be like, they're in my community. You know, I grew up with them. And they'll always ask me, well, why don't you go for him? And I'll, and I'll, and yeah. I'll say, <laughs> because I, they're like my brother. I grew up with them. Yeah. You know, I've, and it's like you said, it's something you do naturally. It's not like I looked at this person in detail and decided that I'm not attracted to this person. It's just that I grew up with him. That's the first initial exactly. thought that came to my head. I already friend zoned him without even like really getting mm-hmm. to know and him in that level. Th- that's why I would even say that group hangouts actually function in the same way. So they're almost... They're, they make it so that you're in a group hangout one, two, three, four, five times, and now you're like, well, it makes it confusing. Are you there because you're actually crushing on that person? Are you romantically inclined? Or are you just there because you're all hanging out and you're all just there to be there, you know? So I think group hangouts, although they are comfortable and people enjoy them, I think it actually makes it harder for us to date each other because mm-hmm. we're all just hanging out in a group, so it's hard to f- pick up and put down different cues. I have to disagree. I think it's actually easier in a group hangout because you get to know the person without any pressure. And I mean, like you just it's not I guess with the Egyptian community, with the whole labeling and everything, like you said, we were were always so scared of like the whole dating thing. When you hang out in groups, it's there's no label. There's nothing. It's just you're getting to know the person. So I, I love group hangouts. So I, what's always, the next step? I feel like it's almost like, well, once you hang out with the person and you get to know them in a group setting, that's uh, when you're like, okay, am I interested in this yeah, person? Am I there for him? you didn't grow up with them. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I agree if it's with an, that. If it's like a new group, new yes. like surrounding, then like sure. you yeah, hang yeah, out yeah. a couple of times and then like you, you start like, with fuku, like you're not, you're not fucking the group, like, like the group's still there, but you like, you start to get to know the person. But I have another, another point to also like state. If you, I don't think that girls and guys can be best friends. So the whole friend zoning thing, mm-hmm. it's to a certain level. I don't like, agree. Really? I think you could be, you could be close friends. You could talk once in a while, one, once a week even, but on a daily where you're texting daily, where you're talking on the phone daily. I feel like at some point, 
what one person is going to catch feelings. Maybe not you, but the other person yeah. might. The way you talk to a, like a, a guy best, best friend or a girl, you know, best friend is it's like the way you talk to them. So if you're going to talk to them like they're like one of your bros, they're not going to catch right, feelings. Right, but that's your side. So there was this really great study a few years ago where they did they asked this question to a bunch of like college they, but these were white people so like like take it with a grain of salt. So they have like different <laughs> different rule book, right? Um but they they were basically our age and their college level and it was talking to like the dating culture today and they were like do you think guys and girls can be friends? And without fail, like every single guy that was asked this question after they got to the end of the line of questioning, they were like, well, do you see her this way? Do you think about her that way? If she was right in front of you, ready to go, would you go for it? Every guy was like, yep, yeah, I would. Yeah, no that's question. what I'm saying. There wasn't this side. mentality like, nah, that's my sis. Like, I can't do that. Like, there wasn't any. For guys, there's no For guys, <laughs> there's. Wait, they're not going to be talking like that. Just okay, great. So there was this, <laughs> <laughs> this, there's this, I think there's an end of the line for men and an end of the line for women. And uh, I mean, um, for for most women, I'm sure, like you said, they will friend zone you and they will be like, no, I cannot see him that way. But with guys, it's like, you know what? At the end of the day. Chapter six, choosing your half. How do you choose your half? Yeah, how do you choose your half? I mean, I, I definitely look, I look for personality. I look for an enjoyment of being in their company and their usefulness. You know, people have to be useful when they're partnering up. And looks, money, fancy things, you know, any anything aesthetic, it doesn't last for a long time. What lasts is mentality, what you share, how you vision your lives. <clears throat> that should have the most common ground. I think the most important thing is to have the same philosophy in life. To mm-hmm. to have the same philosophy, philosophy, yeah. To to know what you you both have to be on the same goals, not goals as in like I like soccer, so you like soccer, not that, but just the like how you want your life to be, like how am I living? What what is my goal in life? I think that you have to you have to have that in common. What I have been doing though is um, I don't know if you know this. Uh, there's this guy in Egypt. His name's Ahmed Amara. He's like a, um, what do you call him? Like a influencer. Influencer, yeah. yeah like I he, think I, let's see, I to be Yeah. So he spoke about um, about relationships, and he said, "What you should do is you should put all the things that you want in a list, and then start prioritizing, and say like, okay, like I want someone that's not stubborn, for example, and then I, I want someone tall, and then you start like thinking like, okay, can I let go of the the whole height thing? Yes, yeah. compromising. And then, but you have to stick to like essential rules like or essential um characteristics that the person has um and then just go from there but yeah i think at the end of the day like no matter what you're gonna fall in love with whoever you fall in love with the way i would do it is that i I have let's say two three things that i can't stand in a woman Mm -hmm. and i have like two three things that i can't like they can't be absent Mm -hmm. from from my you know future wife you want to say or from this perspective uh prospect um, but uh, that's that's basically what it is. So, if she has any of the three things, for example, top three things that I can't stand, then that's a big no for me. And if she's missing one of the top two or three things that I cannot have, it's a big no. Anything else, I believe, as if if I see that I can work with, I I mean, I'll be fine. You can't be too picky. I have actually a great way to dodge this question, but also answer it inadvertently. So my point is. I was actually talking about this with someone who basically functions as like my um, my, li- my life coach. So <laughs> it's a friend of mine who I basically consider my life coach. Beyonce? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I was talking to B yesterday. All right, all right. <laughs> she was busy getting off tour and all that. Like um, and she was saying that, no, basically, I think the, you know, that whole question of like, oh, who, what's your list of your dream guy? I think what's benefited me the most in my single struggle is to think about it more in terms of what's my list that I have for myself. And I, unless I feel like I've satisfied the aspects of myself that what I wanna accomplish or to be the person that I wanna be, I, I won't feel satisfied with myself. And then once I do, then I know I'm ready for a significant other that can match that. So that basically means like, and I know we're all constantly works in progress, but I think as far as if, if you think about it in terms of like the energy that you put out into the world, I think, and my friend agrees, is that when you perfect the version of yourself 
that looks the best in a relationship or the perversion of yourself that will function in that relationship, then that relationship will come to you. Or you're gonna be able to be ready to meet that person that meets your qualities in the same way. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. if you almost, if you're a jigsaw puzzle, if you spend your life kind of carving out the right ridges and the, the nooks and things, when that right other piece comes along, it'll be ready to fit in properly. But then you said that then you don't like the idea of completion, and isn't that some? Is, is, doesn't that go along with the same? No. So I think, in a, in a sense of like, I don't think they have to be like a complete. So we're talking about choosing your half or like that other person that's going to mm -hmm. be there all the time, right? Mm -hmm. But I think when I say all of these qualities, I know the the puzzle piece kind of makes it seem like oh now he's completed me, but more in a sense of like I want to know that. I can look at myself and say, well, I bring X, Y, and Z to the table. And that's why yes. that's why I expect you to bring X, Y, and Z to the table. And I think if you think about it that way, instead of like, I want him to be this, the, the way I've started to kind of rewire myself, because the idea of like the ideal man, we're always conditioned to think about it that way. Like, give me your list. What's your top five? Just like you said. Mm -hmm. But if you start to think about it more like, what are the things that I want to contribute to a relationship? Mm -hmm. And then you can expect in kind. Because I think that's more of a healthy way to come to a table. It's just, you know what I mean? I uh -huh. think it just works better. I like that answer. Yep. It's me. Um, maybe completion ha it has a negative connotation to but it. But you can say that word but if you feel like you own it. But but I agree. I always, that's the first thing I, I ask myself. Is in a, if Anytime I feel like I'm about to get in a relationship or I like someone or whatever, I always ask myself, what can I contribute to this relationship? And what can he contribute to this relationship? One thing I will never compromise on is a person's hygiene, I uh -huh. would say. Hygiene. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. I mean, that goes without being said, I would assume. Yeah, but I, I'm going to say it, though. <laughs> 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 it's just, you know, there's certain things about a person. No matter how much I like them, I love them, they're cute, whatever the case may be. If you can't keep yourself in a proper manner while you're with me, then that's a reflection of me, and I can't have that. If you are chewing and you do not close your mouth while you are chewing, I will not talk to you. I'm sorry. Can you talk about physique? Absolutely not. Never. If you're, if I'm gonna be with you, you're going to have physique if I'm traveling for two weeks at a time. No, that doesn't physique at all. Nope. So that's. You know. Well, a habit that I don't like, or the only thing that I really can't tolerate, is negativity like people that just complain all oh, the yeah. time Negative Nancy. Yeah. Negative i can't Nancy. that's one thing that i can't deal with that's a good one i agree um, so what about drinking smoking weed um, mm, if he's mm, again it goes back to the person but for me <laughs> is this a public fuck okay well uh, can you tolerate I'm not saying you would do it no. but what if it so if <laughs> it's a if it's currently happening it's in the present absolutely not yep. because again it goes back to you're gonna be the father of my children mm -hmm. but if it's a past thing then I don't think people should be defined by their past one of the two three things for example is it really drives me crazy. I can't tolerate like jealousy. So I think things like people who are overbearing and controlling as a habit, I think would be a deal breaker. If we're talking mm -hmm. about actual habitual deal breakers, someone who's like, where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? That like line of communication, I think is uh, something that would probably be, if, if I started to feel like it was getting a little overwhelming, that would be a deal breaker for me. I mean, I think <laughs> it just comes down to character. Mm -hmm. uh, what treats? Behavior, respect, you know, some stuff along, along that line that's very uh, deal breakish to me. Actually, I want to add one more. Right. She can't be like just busted ugly. Chapter 7 History and Reputation. Do you think dating history, either in yourself or with another partner, does that matter to you if it's casual or if it's not? No, no everybody's. You know, history is their own history. I mean, people dated, people haven't dated. Some people haven't have only you know been with one person their whole life. Some people haven't been with anybody before marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's uh, it's just, I mean, it's, it's especially if you're dating, it shouldn't affect you. You know, yeah. you shouldn't be yeah, you shouldn't be worried about somebody else's dating life. Um, you should know about it. You should absolutely know about it. You should definitely talk you about, should it. Know about it. Yeah, you, you want to know. You definitely want to share with the person that you're with. You know, as at least as much as you can. You know, you don't have to tell them everything. Okay. But you you want to be open. You know, you don't want to hold any yeah. secrets between somebody. Dating history, 
It matters, of course. Um, do I care so much at this point in my life? Not so much, but what I just want to note, a little bit general, sure. Details, not so much. Um, and that's it. You know, I, I think you, I could read a person if I am ever interested in somebody. I read them well mm -hmm. enough where I can make a decision mm -hmm. to, to myself that this is acceptable to me or not. And that's it. Make a stance and move on. If she's uncomfortable in telling me who, then, you know, it's fine. Obviously, you know, there's a situation or something might have happened. You know, it's not it's not my position. It, it already happened. So it's not my position to sit there and, and try to, like, get it out of her. Yeah. You uh, have an Excel sheet yeah. in the time period. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 <laughs> you got maps in your basement, yeah. like, so at this time. She I mean, it, it, if, if she trusts me enough, eventually she'll be able to talk to me about it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it shouldn't definitely shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be something that you it's keep a, a secret. Yeah, it's definitely not not an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I, I don't think people should should hide it. I mean. How does that affect the way? Izzy, what about you? Does it affect me? No, I think I'm, uh, I'm in the same boat like Mahmoud. Uh, I think everyone has a history. Then she has, you know, she, she went and did it, whatever. Um, you know, that's very okay in our day and age. And you can be super strict Personally, I mean, let's say I'm I'm with a woman, right, and she's been with somebody in the past. I would want to know, just because just because if if I'm in the same room as that person, you know, I would I would yeah, I wouldn't want them to know something about my wife that I don't know, you know. So I would want to know just to be in the same boat as both of them, just so I can be on her side, you know. You're out here looking stupid. This guy knows and you don't. What is that? Yeah, for sure. Well, so then. What about, so you said you've been with him. Do you want to know the nitty gritty? How far do you probe? What what kind of mental space nah. do you want? I wouldn't want details. I mean, there's not, the, there is no reason for details. Uh, just to, to know just the main, like the facts of, of what was going on. The devil is in the on. details. Yeah. But you don't need the details. You don't need them. Hmm. So. Is he? Details? They can be kharag nikhrug. They can be one marra wa dani salam. A person's history, a person's history does matter. It does. Right? Yeah, it does matter. Dating history. Well, dating, yes, in that sense of dating. Now, your sexual history is a whole different story. She doesn't have to be from the same race. She doesn't have to be um, same religion. She doesn't have to be a virgin. I really don't care about any of that. Ah! <laughs> what do you I mean? I mean, I'm not a virgin, so I don't, like, why would I judge somebody? You guys sound great. Like, if this was a, a public... Mm. Like if this was a press conference, I'm clapping. But I feel like we're we're glossing over maybe are all guys like this because I I mean like you just said, like there are a lot of guys out here that aren't like that. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to know from your perspective, do men when you guys are mm -hmm. I'm not saying that there's like this secret society where guys decide what's Bro acceptable code. and what's not. But I've had conversations with guys who've been really brutally honest and said things like, no, 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 I would never go right. for that. Like, I'm going to do me for a few years. And then when the time comes, I want a girl who's never been with anybody. Obviously, I'm not going to get married or I'm not going to get married. All the people who are going to get married and the people who are going to get married and the people who are going to get married. I just feel like uh, it's really everybody and the way they were brought up and the way they are. Mm -hmm. uh, so some people, you know, if they've never dated in their life, then they probably shouldn't go and talk to somebody that's dated 100 people. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're obviously going to feel some type of way about it. Uh, so it's uh, it's really the way you, you're brought up. For a woman, we're brought up to think from day one, we have to be marriage ready. And everything we think about has mm -hmm. to be in preparation for that. Your reputation has to be spick and spin, has to be maintained to perfection because what you're aspiring to is marriage. Do you ever feel worried about your reputation? No, absolutely not. I mean, uh, 
at the end of the day, I mean, everything nowadays is is broadcasted. I mean, everybody knows every, everything about everybody else. So uh, it's really hard to hide certain things. So you sh- if you're going to do something, you shouldn't be ashamed of it, you know? Mm-hmm. G- guys get away with a lot more. I mean, guys can get, can definitely, yeah, they can get away with a lot more. Uh, it's not fair. It's not, but it's the truth. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I mean, guys should definitely be more understanding towards women since they n- technically can get away with doing a lot more dirt than women. Uh, so they, their view of the women should definitely be a little easier than uh, than the society makes it seem to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think just between between person A and person B, as long as they're both fine with everything that's in their little bubble, uh, that's all really that matters. So know? is there like a, I know amongst women, um, we there's like a girl code of like if you know something mm-hmm. about a guy and a girl's dating him, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna give her a heads up. A you may or may. It depends on the person. I don't like to generalize about women, mm-hmm. um, uh, but there are a lot of women who like it's a girl code to be like, give me a heads up. You know, either let me know that you dated him, or let me know that you know that he dated this person. It's kind of like a, it's with close people. I'm not saying yeah. that this is something that goes on in public because I don't think girls are that crazy like we're not out here like let me tell in front of like like people you don't know with guys it's kind of the opposite I mean with guys we like if if I know somebody dated this girl I'm not going to tell them you know I'm not going to blow up the girl's spot you don't blow up yeah reputation like that you guys don't tarnish girls reputations yeah there's no need for that chapter 8 upbringings Arab Americans are brought up with different expectations we're raising guys to think that they can kind of like do whatever they want for a few years and then once they're ready for marriage 30 35 they're gonna get the nice like they can come back home and mama's gonna find them the right girl for them actually no i'm going to egypt to find somebody why is that Uh. why because i i don't feel comfortable with people like from here why the american wise like they they think a stupid way You don't trust girls like these days, you know. You have to know their family. Okay. So the idea, I think, with expectations is we're raising our children differently, you know? And I think the problem is They, we give them they think they have all the options in the world they're like the world it's is their oyster yeah. and for women it's like girl you got like six options on a good day you know make sh- you know what I mean and so yeah. it's like we don't raise them the same way and we kind of we put all of the pressure on women to be this perfect specimen prepared and ready for marriage but we don't think about it the same with men and so you have women who are like looking to their peers who are 24 or 25 or if they're the same age and those guys are nowhere near there they don't they don't they're not thinking about that because they can go out sow their wild oats have a good time and then at the end of the day come back and get the perfect wife they always wanted (laughs) exactly (laughs) to add on to that my my dad used to tell me something that kind of stuck with me guys have like the pool of women grow every year for guys. Mm-hmm. They can marry girls that are up to 10 years younger than them Sorry. and that's socially acceptable. Sorry. Women have a certain like window of opportunity and that's really it. Chapter 9. Let's talk financials. Yeah, wedding-wise, you don't need something big. My my personal but it's going to be down to her. It's going to be down to the family. You know, there's a lot of decisions that are made that are really not yours and you just have to you compromise on that. Uh, and that's that's the struggle. Families put like a like a barrier, basically the startup cost. That's mm-hmm. all part of the startup cost. That um, some of them, you know, some of it is obviously essential. So that all the the amount of money that you need to just get married, just so that you have you know a home with a wife, for you guys to start your life together, you need like a big fat ass startup, you know. Um, of money <laughs> whether it's it's justified or not it's definitely uh, overpriced it's not like for me for example i was excited i have a wedding and like i'm gonna like enjoy it with my friends and family and we're gonna dance and do this and that uh-huh. but it's it's bs yeah I mean, what i'm trying to say is that happiness is not money never brings happiness or never buys happiness so it doesn't matter how much you spend i know people that got married with zero startup cost let's put it this way and you know they lived ever happily after after that and they're you know 
It, it has nothing to do with how much they spend. I feel like money is, has nothing to do with marriage. Because people, people can get married, people can have a small ceremony or people can have a large ceremony, mm -hmm. you know, something for the public or something just for, for themselves. Right. Uh, so it's just really the union between two people, just two people coming together. Yeah. Which is a little bit personal, but I'm, I'm going to say it. In my case, for example, when it all started, my ex-wife didn't want to have a wedding. And I was like, no, but I want to have a, like a small, nice wedding because I want to enjoy it with my friends and family. But when we were like planning and the details and everything, guess who was very picky and like wants the best out of the best and wouldn't let go of like small things or... <laughs> yeah, that's <all> good. <laughs> so even though it was like me who said, yes, I want a wedding, but I ended up, you know, with a lot of more things that I, I, I really imagined or asked for. Mm -hmm. Because she wouldn't take anything less than perfect mm -hmm. from her perspective. Which I'm not saying it's wrong or right or whatever. But all I'm saying is that it's, uh, it's uh, I think when it comes to this part, how much you're spending, how you're spending it, definitely overrated. Uh, it's a lot of money that I want to say at least, at least 70 or 80 percent uh, from the drive behind spending all this money is, uh, is basically it's like a statement. It's like uh, comparing with, with other people. And this is, if you really think about it, what, is, what, is, what does it really represent? How much she spent on you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. How much you're worth. Mm -hmm. Or let's, let's, let's not put it this way. It's too harsh, but it's how much he can afford. Mm -hmm. What were you able to land on, basically? You know, that's, that's, that's what it is. Because it doesn't represent love. If it did, then people with no rings would be divorced and people with big fat ass rings, you know, would be the happiest couples ever, which is definitely not true. Okay, if we're going to talk oh. about the financial expectations, mm -hmm. I have a couple of things to say about this. First of all, it's, it's, it's very, uh, you know, every parent wants their kids to live a lifestyle that they provided for them. They don't want it to change. So if my dad was gave me like a... Uh, he, you know, if your, if your dad would give you like a say a ten dollar allowance every week yeah. when you're when you get married to your husband, exactly. your husband's gonna give you ten dollars an hour over yeah. per week. Not, not so a lot of people take that notion and kind of really like just just let their imagination like you know go with that. So some parents, yes, their expectations are like insane and they don't let their their daughter, you know go marry whoever they want because of that and those parents give Arabs a bad name unfortunately because I really don't think that a lot of Arab parents are like that and then it becomes a problem because men become intimidated mm -hmm. to to ask for the women's hands that they actually want or they think is a great girl because they feel like their parents are never gonna going to go for them and then that girl is going to feel insecure because nobody asks for a hand and then it's just like a epidemic honestly but like I really think that um Yes, people like that are out there, but no, that's not the majority of people. I think a lot of people, they're, they're their own worst enemy because they have these notions in their mind and their imagination kind of goes. And I have heard things like, um, so I'm gonna tell that to, to translate for our English speaking uh, viewers, that means $15,000 for an engagement ring. So that's, that's like, so that's like the kind of things that we're hearing. I would also just like to disclaimer this conversation, this okay, this aspect of marriage today in the Arab community frustrates me so much and I know part of me likes to just completely disconnect from it as a way to like save my own sanity. I have never in my life met somebody who was like, well, you know, we got married, we were financially stable and it was downhill from there. Yeah. Everybody builds in their life. I don't expect that the money I have today is gonna be my net worth in 50 years, you know? So it's like, it blows my mind. I know what you're saying about like, people don't want their children to kind of lower their standards of living, but I also think that that's so completely unrealistic and it it's it's not healthy to go that route because you're just setting yourself up for failure if you convince and this is the problem is like this is the whole reason why shabab in egypt can't get married because it's like and none of them are employed and all of them have no ability to get married and that's why the social contract just completely fell what apart and then you had the arab spring so is it a shock that this entire standard by which we value our children prior to marrying them to one another is actually driving us straight into the Absolutely. shitter. Sorry. Well, I think the whole wedding thing is more of just like a social front. 
it's it's done just to show off and tell people like look at me this is what i did and mm -hmm. you can't do this or i got this singer or i got that dancer and it's it's just all ridiculous not always though because some people just genuinely like the idea of celebrating their new life and that they you know it you really but do you spend, need a big party people spend eighty thousand dollars to celebrate their life Honestly, or to show off to the people so that they can show off what they're doing i don't exactly. i don't That's like that point. i don't like that idea because it's like saying you like a Louis Vuitton bag, right? Mm -hmm. Your preference is that you just like that company. No, but you that's don't. if you afford no, you it, don't. though. I always disagree with people that buy that bag without having the the money to get that bag. And yeah. let's be real. Anybody that's buying a Louis bag is out here so they can say they have a Louis bag and so they can walk around with a Louis bag because you can get a leather bag just the same, Results. cheaper, anywhere else. Well, Here's the thing, though. We all like nice things. I'm not saying we can't have nice things. I'm saying if we equate those nice things with our happiness, you're going to fall that's apart. What I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, like, you can have a nice party. But you can have a dope wedding. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But what I am saying is if... If someone comes to your house and you're like, you're not going to be able to, to afford my daughter. She's used to this lifestyle. What you're actually saying is we wanted to have X, Y, and Z nice things and you can't afford it. Chapter 10, the unanswered questions. So there is like this, you know, I'm talking to a lot of single friends lately mm -hmm. and we've been asking each other, are our expectations too high? What's your expectation after the marriage? Like after the marriage? Oh, well, what do you expect before? What about, and I'm then talking about the single struggle right now. Mm -hmm. The fact no, that we what? might have high expectations or expectations that are too high. I kind of like what Jasmine brought up. Like, are we expecting too much? Are we putting too much pressure on ourselves? We have a tendency to say, I don't want to settle, as we should. Yeah. yeah. Right? You should never settle, right? Mm -hmm. But then what are you expecting exactly? To the only thing we know about marriage is what we're exposed to through TV and through our friends mm -hmm. or through our family members. Mm -hmm. So you really, like, what are you expecting? And all I'm, these channels are completely filtered. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't know. And everybody has different expectations because of what they are personally exposed to. A lot of times people aren't even in committed relationships before, Sorry. you know what I mean? So, like, you actually don't have any clue what you okay, are looking are. for in a yeah, man yeah. or a woman or whatever. Or do you think there is a disconnect between conversations like this, which basically admit the reality of the situation, which is guys and girls date and guys and girls should date. Mm -hmm. There's a double standard. It sucks. Mm -hmm. You should be able to accept history. You mm -hmm. should be able to embrace it. Relationships should be healthy. People should be equal. We've been saying a lot of really amazing, positive, positive things. And that's a really great, I'm not saying any of that is bad, but what I want to know is how does that stand up yeah. to the other side of things, which I think is more predominant publicly. I think the things we're talking about is really popular and really accepted with a minority within the community. Mm -hmm. As far as the community I grew up in personally, and then I would say across the board, even if you consider like Muslim Americans, I know the ones who are who own their shit, the ones who are upfront about their lives, especially with regards to this subject, marriage, dating, history, all of that, are ones that sometimes get ostracized from their communities. They're, right. they're standing alone or they're kind of cast aside Chapter 11, just one last advice. I, I just need it to be like a skyline and it's like the sun is setting and <laughs> and like uh, he's quoting something from like Ernest Hemingway or something Min like Ernest that. Ernest Hemingway, the English writer. English writer? Modaris, yeah. What? Modaris. No, writer, like, writer. A, like an author. 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 Guys, don't ruin this. I love proposals. I think they're really <laughs> sweet. You're celebrating something. I Again, I'm not big on the whole like huge wedding, but the proposal you're celebrating something. So Aww. everybody can do it their own way. There's no right or wrong way to do it because we celebrate things differently. They go talk to Bubba and uh, Bubba agrees and then they have a proposal. So that's like the new thing now. But that's still just so not. The, okay, so Bubba agrees first. Bubba agrees and everybody's but, situated. You did the Fatha already and then at some point during between the Fatha and the engagement party, you have a proposal set up for them. Give it the time. Don't think you know her. Don't Even for her, don't think you know him. Um, you got to spend enough time together and that's where I actually encourage dating and most of the dates I mean her parents would know you know but I even encourage her parents you know I mean you know what I mean 
الفريم بتاعها اشيك يعني بس انا اي ثينك انه تو سبيند تايم سبيند ا لوت اوف تايم توجذر سبيند تايم يو نو وذ هير فاميلي ليت هير سبيند تايم وذ يور فاميلي جو ثرو ثينجز توجذر جو اوت باي ثينجز توجذر سبيند تايم توجذر يو نو جو شوبينج جو دايننج جو فريكن يعني دو ايفريثينج يو كان يعني توجذر اند هو ده باللي انا بقول لك عليه ده وما تبصش بقى ما تعيدش ورايا خد حاجه نقاوه يعني شابتر 12 الزتونه you can have everything in the world you want every single damn thing anything and everything but if you have nobody to share it with and and share the journey and the memories with you and laugh about it at some point or relate to you about it you have nothing واخيرا وصلت للزتونه which brings us to the end of this presentation يا رب تكون عجبتكم and hopefully you got something out of it and before i go i just want to thank شام رنه سمر محمود ميدو اسمين عنداره موجي فوكس عابد شيك واخيرا مجدي i just wanted to thank كل الناس دول تعبوا وجم and took time out to be in the studio to voice their opinions so again thank you all please consider making a donation to continue creating and improving the show thank you so much baba mama i love you guys so much